K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Welcome to Black on Both Sides. I don't know how you found us, but I'm glad you did. I'm one half of your host, King Kunta 3X. You don't have to say the 3X part. Again, it's it's a working title. Probably going to be dropping it soon. I just It's a mouthful. I don't even know why I did it. Anywho, that's a little inside baseball. The other host is world-renowned, universally known, locally accepted. Mr. Bionis, what up, B? What's going on, man? I feel like your name is very specific to a certain feeling and a certain thing. Whereas, you know, my name is more kind of what you make it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You know, I think my name currently, my stage name, my podcast name, you know, was at a time where I thought there needed to be a certain awareness that this country has now come to on its own. And also, I do eat pork, so it seems a little bit, you know, contradictory to uh, leave the 3X on, if you know, you know. Um, I digress, man. How you doing? I'm well. I'm well. How about you? Excellent. Uh, well, my mouth's feeling great. And, you know, it did wear down the back. So those charlatans won't be seeing my black ass anytime soon. Yeah, I told you eventually it would. Thank God. Amen. Praise God. Um, but before we, we get into it, I just, you know, I want to acknowledge that there are a lot of wildfires here in California, but it's dusty for that and a completely different reason. Uh, personally, I want to, you know, say happy birthday to uh, one Kobe Bean Bryant. Um, today's his birthday. And you know, if you on social media, you've probably seen all the posts today. LA is still dealing with this. We still take, not just LA, anyone that's a fan of basketball, um, you should give people their flowers while they're still here. Because once they're gone, they're gone. So... Happy Wait a birthday minute. to Kobe. So the millions Special and millions 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 of dollars that he got in endorsements and salary and stuff, that wasn't enough? That wasn't enough roses? We needed to give him more? Well, B, this is just a year ago. You know, he was part of the debate of, you know, it looked like LeBron had just leapfrogged him in this Jordan Goat debate. Like LeBron just leapfrogged Kobe. And, you know, we all just didn't care about the 81 points, the five championships. Right. That was the narrative, you know, because, you know, everything in sports is a, what have you done for me lately? So, except for MJ. And even MJ, he's got to tell people to go YouTube him. But so, you know, and then there are other people who have a view of him as uh, kind of a Barry Bonds type figure, or a person that wasn't really open to the media while he played, though, in his last two seasons... And definitely now he's been, you know, more forthcoming, more open, giving you an insight or get to give us an insight, kind of what made him tick, what made him go. So, yeah. So during that time, um, I think that a lot of people took him for granted. A lot of people, you know, wanted to put an asterisk by his greatness. And only after he's gone, did you see people trying to, you know, talk about the influence and the reach he had on them personally. Nike is running a beautiful ad about uh, Mamba mentality and what that means to inspire you to be the best at whatever you're going to be. And so, yeah, man, you know, 2020 still taking L's. And so hopefully Kobe and Gigi are having a spirited game of one-on-one upstairs. But let's get that out of the way. Uh, 
let's move on to um, to the show. So, hear about the new verses, B. Uh, man, you know I've I've lost I've lost uh, count of everything. Okay, do you want to? I'm gonna give you a genre, and you tell me what you think it might might would be. Uh, genre is going to be. Uh, I want to say 1998 uh, to mm, mid-early 2000s R&B. 98. Actually, let me go back. Not, let me do 90, 94, 94 to 2005. To 2000. Yeah. Damn, that's a long time. Uh, and I'm going to help you out. They're women. Are we talking about groups or, or solo artists? Solo artists. <sighs> Well, I'm gonna help you out again. One of them's from your neck of the woods. One of them's from my neck. Okay, Monica and Brandy. That's right. Show you right. Show you right. Is that right for real? That's right for real. Awesome. Uh, I don't have the date. It should be some point in the coming week. Apparently, the ink is dry. That's from Timbo. They set this up on their own though, because they had that song "The Boy Is Mine," which was like the ultimate battle song between them. I have a yeah. That's right, and I remember that. Uh, but my question is, is a little bit more. I don't know how else to put this, B. And we know you're the audiophile. We know you're the producer's producer. B, do they got 20 hits between both of them? Because uh, yeah, I'm trying. I would, I would so, say, so, yeah. I would say, yeah. Okay, let's work on this. So Monica uh, said up in my room. That's Brandy. Something about a broken heart. That's Brandy. Sitting up in my room That's, is Brandy. You're right. Got him confused because that boy's mind thing got me all turned around. It's almost <laughs> as if they were same girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Kels. Uh, Sidetrack. Did you see that thing I posted? That picture, that meme. It wasn't a meme. It's a real ass picture. I, I posted in the Slack about people marching for Kels. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Kels' life's matter. I said I agree with him. That nigga's not getting out, B. But, he, He's but, you not have, getting but out. he has to get his due process. There has it has to be done. So I agree with them. We cannot just yeah, okay. write this dude off and put him in the in the in the the you know the sardine can without him getting his day in court. He ha it has to happen, regardless how you feel about it. Sure. I'm sure he will, and I'm sure he'll be right where he is. Um but in any event, so back to Monica and Brandy. So Brandy sitting up in my room, something about a broken heart. Uh mm. Help me out here, B. That's two. Uh, want to be down? Yeah, that's the one that got everybody on it. On and can we count the remix? Yeah, if remix was the one, remix was dope. With uh, yeah, MC that, that was up. Yeah, that was back when remixes were, you know, remixes. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, let me see what else. Um, you know they don't do that anymore, B. I noticed that there's no more remix. Well, now they just. They what they'll do is they won't even call it a remix. They'll just do a version with Drake on it or something. It won't be the re, it won't be called remix though. Featuring right? Yeah, they just have a feature and they'll just pop put it out as if it's a whole complete other song. I guess that's because oh. of the, with the streaming services, it doesn't matter. You can upload as much as you want, so they probably don't. It don't. It doesn't have to be official. It can kind of just be a thing. I guess, man. But I do miss the remix. What was the song? Other than, other than Diddy, who was the greatest remix person? No, Diddy's the one. I said other than Diddy. No, there is no other. They made the remix. Everybody you else just is just copying. I mean, hell, B, we already talked about him <laughs> literally like four minutes ago. Kells, man. Nah, no. He's not better. Remix to Ignition coming straight out the kitchen. That was a height. Okay. Uh, 
Your body's calling me remix? Ah, uh, come on, man. That, that's nothing like the bad boy remixes. Stop it. I said aside from Diddy. All right. It's nice. Back to back to what we. Okay. Uh, I'm well, not. I'm not gonna plant my flag on, on R. Kelly. Has you know his catalog <laughs> is undefeatable. Undefeatable. It's impregnable. And we'll get to Mike Tice a little bit later. All right. So. What was the one where she had the where she had the saying wrong? It was like she was saying, "Oh, angel in the skies." That is the word. That is the dumbest song. The, she's an angel in the skies. Uh, no, you meant like a wolf in disguise of an as an angel. She can be an angel in disguise because that means that's backwards. But you know, I never I, said I can't Brandy fuck was, with. I don't even know what you're talking about. I never said Brandy was really really intelligent. She's just one of my favorite vocalists. But uh, angel in the skies is another one. The poorly. I want to be down. Song. I want to be. I said that. Uh, um, baby. Baby, 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 yeah. baby, yeah. Almost doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's not five cuts, B. Well, no, 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 no. Top, no. Of, top of the world. I'm trying to. Do, I'm trying to do ones that are not on um uh the two the two albums that are really the albums. That's not how verses work. You bring your hits. I know, but I'm saying I'm trying to think of the ones that are not on the the main two albums, which are those. This ain't Badu and Jilly from Philly. We don't want to hear that shit. We want to hear that the A sides, not the B sides. You're not listening. All Double those and songs, all those songs we just named are hits. They're just not on the two albums that are the quintessential thing that makes Brandy one of my favorite vocalists. There are two albums that are are that are awesome albums. The rest of it are just singles here and there, and they were hits. But I'm talking about all the songs that weren't on those two albums. You see what I'm saying? So now Aphrodisiac, mm. which was a Timbaland produced album. And uh, Full Moon. Full Moon. Full Moon, yeah. which is a Rodney Jerkins produced album. The best, probably I, two of my favorite albums, period. I can almost, almost remember the song, but I see the video because that's how hard videos hit back then. Which one? Uh, to Full Moon. Oh, yeah. There, but there were a lot I of can, songs. I can hear though. the music. I can see the video. I don't hear any lyrics, but all right. Um, uh, yeah, man, that's that's not ten hits, B. No, there are plenty on those two. Listen, listen, you didn't hear what I said. Obviously, those two albums. So, are so, so what you don't know is I've, I've got a I've got a listing here for okay. songs, and I don't have them broken down by album. Okay, well, yeah. none of those songs we just named, none of those songs were are on Full Moon or Aphrodisiac. None of them. That's what I was trying to explain. I was trying to get mm-hmm. the like the satellite songs, the songs that I, that were hits or that were good songs that weren't on those two albums. Those two albums are full of songs. I don't have them in, okay. in front of me, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I guess you if could you look. say so, sir. I'm going to go now to Monica. And so, so I guess you're trying to tell me is Brandy, aka Ray J's sister, got got ten hits. All right, sure. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight you on that. You would know. I wouldn't. I w- don't ask me. I wouldn't know. Ten and hits. I was there. Twenty hits. They each have, they each have to have twenty songs, or I, I thought it was twenty total. Okay. Oh, 20, So ten each. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. That's what I thought it was. <sighs> well, you forced me to look, man. So um, let me see. Brandy, Brandy, yeah, uh, sitting up in my room. I want to be down. The boy is mine. Have you ever, baby, best friend, brokenhearted, missing you? Almost doesn't count. Full moon, right here. What about us? Put it down. Talk about our love. Angel in disguise. You know, yeah. Me. Talk about our love. I remember that one. Who is she to you? And it's still loading, so I don't have time to even let it load. Those are definitely ten songs right there. All right, top of the dome. You should know this. Let's go. Let's go, Monica. Uh, um, that first. Before album you walk was, out of my line. Yeah, that first album was full of shit. Uh, Why I Love You So Much is one of the album. Before mm-hmm. You Walk Out of My Life. Uh, what was one, one of them about? thing, yeah, one of them days. Don't take it personal. That's the one you're talking about. Um, uh, so Gone. So Gone, yeah. Uh, that that uh, 213 did the damn thing on that. They didn't call it a remix, but they call it a G-mix. For You, I Will, which is a song that always brings tears to my eyes. 
unrelated reasons. Yeah. Just one of those. That was on the Space Jam soundtrack. It was on mistaken. Space Jam. Yep. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, Should have known better. Mm. There was something about a symphony too. I think uh, Street Symphony or something like that. Mm. Was that a hit? Mm. It had a it had a, a big video. Knock knock, Missy. I remember that one. Um, like this, like that. Uh, yeah, that was one like this, like that. What else? So I can at least I can at least ride for Monica. I I you know it's coming back to me with, for Monica. Monica seemed to have uh, spanned maybe a little bit longer. Uh, I don't know about that. Are you? I don't, I don't oh, know about that. So oh, Monica, I see. Oh, you sound like the captain, the the, the the vice president or our first secretary of the Brandy fan club yeah, underneath Brandy's, Ray J. Brandy's sure. one of my favorite vocalists. Brandy is. There you good. go. That's why you bringing up all the shit. She got fifty eleven hits. All right, man. <laughs> Well, look, Monica is not that many more, though. For you, I will. Angel of mine. Don't take it personal. Before you walk out of my life, like this and like that, the boy is mine. Uh, the first night, so gone. Why I love you so much. You should have known better. Everything to me. Knock, knock. Love all over me. Every time the beat drop. Trust. Just another girl. All eyes on me. I don't even know about five of those songs. So, Yeah, but that's still a lot of songs. Yeah, but uh, I named as many Brandy songs. You're right. So we'll see, man. So oh, they're going to do this damn thing. Well, hold on. I can actually get you the actual number. So Brandy has two number one hits, seven top 10, 17 total songs in the, in the Hot 100. Monica had three number one hits, eight top 10, 16 songs. So Brandy had one more song in that, that charted. Monica had one more number one than her. So that's actually pretty close. Okay. They're going to do it, man. Okay. I didn't know. Damn, B. Damn. Okay. Okay. All right. Feel like Martin. Okay, remember when Martin told Gina she could marry him? Damn, Gina. Damn. Okay. <laughs> hey, you got me. Damn. Okay. Cacao. All right. So yeah. So they about to do it. Uh, it sounds like it should be a good time, and I bet they perform "Boy Is Mine." So I would presume they might be in the same location. Yeah, I would say so. Why not? Yeah, why not? Both of them need to check. And Monica is battling Master P on social media right now, so she needs a... For what? uh, Something about his brother, C-Murder. And who was there for him. People want C-Murder freed. Yeah, who was there for him. I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to say it like this, B. If if you're going to plant your flag on the due process R. Kelly Hill, you better plant that damn same flag for Corey Miller. They railroaded that nigga. He went to court though, right? Yeah, but yeah. Well, I mean, at least at least he got his day in court before everybody. Would. Matter of fact, I don't even remember people having any opinion about it before he went to court. Well, you know, fuck the mother niggas because he's down for his niggas. Yeah. I'll ride for my niggas, man. Fuck the mother niggas. Anybody that's down with the cause, but yeah, his, yeah his, so it was kind of <laughs> it was in character. His story. Like, who got who got what? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like some shit he would do. His his story was was like basically a no snitching dumb. Sh- Dumbass story though, right? Wasn't it like him and his partners that got into something and and he actually any, wasn't any part of time. it? What any given where? <laughs> yeah, and he was the only one that stood tall. Everybody else snitched on him, and that's why he's in prison. Is that is that accurate or am I do I not remember correctly? Uh I I think it's more um more sketchier than that. He just happened to be in a place where someone got shot. I think oh, okay. I think maybe they said I don't know. You know, it's probably that dude. Yeah, so there's it's very light on actual evidence, which is why the whole, you know, see murder, free see murder things going on. Yeah, it's been a lot of years uh, though. 
yeah, he, he might not be able to be out. You know, some people get in and they just get used to being in. Um, but just side note, uh, that song, you know, as they would play on the radio, hit us. That's not what I mean. That's not the way the song is. I would say that is probably the second hardest No Limit song, No Limit record song there is behind only I'm Bout It and the I'm Bout It remix. Fight me. I'm not expecting you to have an opinion on that, B, because I get it. At that time, No Limit was slightly regional. No, I heard him. I heard him. But you know why? Because I was in the military at the time, and so all the New Orleans guys would just sit in the parking lot and play, like put their cars in a circle, and they all get inside there and just like jump against each other. It was the weirdest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> you mean they was getting crunk? Yeah, whatever you call it. You mean it, it, it was it was the the dirty dirty South. The, oh. the, it was that Gulf. It was the Gulf version of the Gulf Coast version of Nuck If You Buck. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> so walk by them like, what the fuck are they doing? And they just had this shit blasting, and they just be all like jumping around, and they bump it. They like jump high into each other, like basketball players, and they jump into each other. They were just doing that over and over for like the whole song. I don't see the problem here, B. <laughs> Perhaps you don't understand the energy contained like a, nah, in those songs. Black mosh pit? Is that, what this, is that what the idea was? I'm a whole-ass 40-plus-year-old professional, but if you mood catch me right and somebody play I'm About It, the original, we got to go do some hood rat shit. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, so, yeah. So, Brandy Monica, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. It's not going to be a good time. Uh, C. Murder is going to stay in. Uh, I, that's right, though. Monica, she was dating C. Murder around that time, I think, right? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. Uh, she, you could say that C. Murder was her, was Pac to her uh, Jada. Could you say that? I wouldn't. Okay, well, I'm just, try, just trying to... Jada and Pac weren't, like, together for real, were they? She... No, they weren't, like, married. She... No, they weren't. Okay, man. I want you to ask Big Willie Style about that. See what he has to tell you. Um, all right, man. Let's talk about uh, Meg the Stallion. Meg the Stallion. Meg just fingered Tory Lanez as the shooter. Have you heard that? I don't know. Yeah, she just said, yeah, that was that nigga that shot me. Tory Lanez. And shot her in the foot. I think not quite the pinky toe, but very close. What's up with that, B? What is, what is, why did it take so long for her to tell who the fuck shot her in the goddamn foot? No snitching, man. It's the, it's the rules that we all live by, even though we're not all gangsters. But we all pretend that we are for some reason, and we've all agreed that there's no snitching. That nigga ain't even from here. Ain't, ain't Tory Lane's from Canada? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think you got different rules if you're if you're not if you're not from here. I don't think so. I don't think there's. So they got Slick Rick. Yeah, Slick Rick no? got deported because he was in a, a a murder. He had charged with murder of his uncle, right? Yeah, I don't remember. I just know that nigga got. He did a little time, then got deported, and they wouldn't yeah. let him come back. Yeah. He so. had a hard song before he left, though. Him and a uh, big boy from Outcast. I don't remember. Yeah, the name of it. it's like that, y'all. Uh, art of story. It was the art of storytelling. I think part two. I don't know. It was, like it was a hard song though. I feel like it had a part in there, a number of what part it was, and it make any goddamn sense. So I was like, how many were before this? I don't recall any of those. Yeah. Uh, not a trash MC at all. Uh, building block of this thing called hip hop. The hippity yep. and the hop. Yep. 
Unrelated. <clears throat> Play a little game, B. All right. I want to ask you about these rappers' albums, and I want to see which of these albums would you throw directly into the trash? We're talking about trash-ass MC. So I'm going to give you four, four artists, and you tell me which of these four artists are you going to, you just going to 360, Dominique, two-hand, this shit right in the garbage can. So give you an artist, four artists, and all those four, tell me which one is the trashest MC, throwing that shit away. The worst out of all four. The worst out of all four. Ain't gonna give okay. it a spin. Like, no, fuck this shit. Okay. And just so you know, Jeffrey Atkins, aka Ja Rule, is not on this list because Ja Rule got 50, some hits. Fi- perhaps, but 50 Cent ended all that shit in the uh, early 2000s. Um, all right, you ready? Yes. Well, I'll say all of them, all four, then you tell me. Joe Budden, Wale, Cameron. Nicki Minaj. I tell you right now, off top B, you better not fuck with Cameron. That's who I'm gonna say. That's who I'm gonna Nigga, say. Nigga, what? <laughs> How the hell are you gonna it's do like that? Fuddy duddy. It's like a no, duddy duddy. It's on a cruddy cruddy, fuddy study, fuddy fuddy. Come on, man. He keeps he keeps he keeps computers Putin. What are you talking about? Nah, man. I've never He gets liked, computers Putin. I've never liked Cameron. Yes, yes, man. I don't even know what to tell you, B. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what to tell you. I don't even know what to tell you. <laughs> I would say that uh, at the person who had the least commercial success out of that group would be Joe Budden, though, which is odd because he's more—he's like far more successful as an entity than he was as a. Uh, Joe as a, Joe Budden got like mad street respect from anyone that knows rap. I say the one that hasn't had as much commercial success from people that actually you know like hip hop would be Wale. Nope, Wale got many hits. More than corny as fuck. He's a corny he, ass yes, dude. Corny, corny, yes. But he has less. He has more than five hits. Joe Budden. Sorry, has, I'm I'm ducking that shit in the trash based on the corniness. Bye. Joe Budden has one hit. The rest of it's like I'm now. Now don't get me wrong. His mixtape, the Moon Music mixtapes, are industry touted. Everybody respects that. However, as far as his commercial success by himself, he's only got one song that anybody even knows. That's that pump it up. And pump, 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 pump it up. Wale has a handful of hits, and they're real Name hits. One. Like, like the only hit that I comes to mind from Wale is uh that one with uh what's that dude's name? Little soft ass dude singing in the background. Remember he was on stage and he he accidentally did the splits on somebody's head. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm, married. I think he's married to a supermodel, even though I think they're both you know women men's. Um, Miguel. Oh, Miguel. See. Oh man, this dude know. has zero number one hits, zero top ten hits, but he's got twenty songs that charted. But what are you talking ne- about? Uh, Wale, they never made it yeah, to the top Wale. ten. He got 20. twenty songs though. No hands, uh, bad yeah, like on one. chill, Lotus Flower Bomb, Lotus Flower Bomb. That's when you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Bounce it, the matrimony that way, dice pineapples, my pyt, bag of money. I don't know a lot of these songs. Love hate thing, the body ride out, running. I don't know a lot of these songs. So uh, ambition, that was another one that was big. That's a big song. Yeah, right? off GP, I can't fuck with him. Um, so you're throwing I mean, Wale in the trash? I think he's a pretty good rapper, though. He might be, but Cameron is the one that is, is awful. His rap no, is awful. No, no, we're not it's gonna do that. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get your. I'm gonna get your your lovely wife Ad Kit on this shit. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. Cameron is the worst of those rappers. What are you saying? Okay, whatever, man. So Wale is who you getting rid of? Poppy little man. Popeyes with the fries. Why did you Not put Nicki Minaj in that group? That's weird. 
Did you make these? Did you make this this multiple choice up? We're not gonna do this in front of company. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nicki Minaj got many, many hits. Many, 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 many. Okay, when was the last Nicki Minaj project you listened to? Take your time, I'll wait. Uh, listen to that. What's the one with her in Six Nine? Just a few few weeks ago. Nigga, it's your fault they getting them streams. Have you heard the song? No, because I don't heard the snitches. You haven't heard. What are you talking? See, this is what this is what we just got through talking about. The reason why Meg the Stallion didn't turn in the person who shot her is because it's dumbass snitches rule. That's so stupid. That is so I don't, stupid. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why she did that. Why she waited so long? I don't know if it's the snitch rule. There's a lot of things. You know what? This is not that. Po- it is actually. You know, there's a lot of gender things going on. Perhaps she's afraid if she did that, she's going to be blacklisted. Cause you know, she already had that issue trying to get on this new project and leaving her other label. So I don't know. There probably is a lot going on and why she waited. Because, you know, even though she's popular right now, she doesn't have market power. So she's she's really, I can see, still wrong, still still messed up. But hey, I haven't listened to a single Tory Lanez project. So, you know, yeah, I mean, whatever. Have you ever, do you ever think there's, there's a reason to shoot a woman? Do you think there's ever like anything that's allowable to, to shoot a woman for? Depends on what she's doing, B. So yes, the answer is yes. It depends on what the situation so is. So the answer is yes. I said, do you ever? Do you think it's ever? A, there's ever a reason to shoot a woman? Is what I was asking you. You're saying in yes. context, yes. Yes, okay. depends on the context. I mean, you know, there's just some people like you know, you're a punk if you shoot a woman. I don't know that that's true. All right, so a woman is is, is a woman's got a, a gun or a knife to somebody, and you got you got a shot. You're just not gonna pass that up. No, nah, man. So my, in extreme context, it depends. My gun don't discriminate about man, woman, tall, white, yellow. I don't. I don't care about none of that shit. I know why. Why is that? Zone six. <laughs> oh my God. 21, 21, 21, 21. <sighs> 21. That nigga's hiding, by the way. I haven't heard it from him in months. Where you at, Shaya? Where you at, Shaya Ben, Shaya Ben, whatever your name is, whatever your real name. I they call you where you from, nigga. I haven't been looking for him either, but I haven't heard from him in months. Yeah, I'm not going to worry about it. But yeah, I don't like, I don't like 6ix9ine. But I listened to that song because the video popped up on my my YouTube um, recommendations, and it was colorful looking. Well, you gotta tighten up your 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 Googles and your and your Apples and your and your uh, and your Facebooks because you had to have been talking about that shit. You had I mean, to have been. I don't think I was talking about it. The phone is always listening. But I don't Alexis, talk about Siri, it. They own that shit. <laughs> I don't think I was talking about six nine for yeah, any she just reason. Magically appeared. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Let's keep it pushing. So despite uh, the coronavirus pandemic uh, and the NBA and the WNBA playing in a bubble, baseball playing in empty stands by their goddamn selves, and they still lost the team, the NFL is just doing a damn thing like ain't shit wrong. Taking a page out of Trump's book, they are doing just a lot of testing. However, there, you know, there was a problem the last 24, 48 hours. It seems there's problems with their testing. A lot of positive tests may in fact be negative, which leads one to think some of the negative tests may in fact be positive because they're all using basically the same, uh, uh, the same laboratory. So some teams are not sure what the fuck to do because the testing is now a question mark. Uh, that being said, uh, training caps are still going on for some teams uh, and for most teams. Your boy Cam is practicing at New England. You seen any of those, any of those uh, clips of him practicing, B? I haven't. If Cam is anything, he is fucking Cam. 
He can't be anything else, B. He oh. don't know how to be anybody else but Cam goddamn Newton. Cameron Newton. All day, every day. So I don't know, B. You, would you say things are pr- probably pretty buttoned up and stiff and strict at, at the Patriots camp in general? Would, wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you, wouldn't that be your impression? Yeah, I would say it's a system that you got to fit into. It doesn't change for you. No, I would. I, sometimes I practice. I'm sure practices and scrimmages are pretty, pretty straightforward. You know, uh, no fun zone uh, type be, of situation. Be on time. Be five minutes early. Yeah. This nigga Cam is Millie rocking, dancing, do all sorts of shit. I'm like, Cam, 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 Cam. Belichick don't like that. Stop it. But truth of the matter is, Cam looked at his competition and like went, nope, nope, and nah. Uh, the person in theory Cam was supposed to be competing with, uh, Stidham, don't know, his, don't know his first name and it really don't matter. He had a hip injury, so he can't participate. And so Cam is getting all the reps. B, sometimes we fucking forget how big that motherfucker Cam Newton is. I don't. It's some crazy shit. He's standing by all the quarterbacks and they look like children. <laughs> yeah. They look like they look, they look like like a like junior high schoolers or or high schoolers. You know, it's amazing. He's built and like a linebacker. That, no, he's bigger than a linebacker. He built like a like a D line person, um, like a like an edge rusher. Sorry, we don't, Dwight, yeah, we don't know him to get this deep into it. We don't know Dwight Freeney. Yeah, well, he's bigger than Freeney, but yeah, uh, he's bigger than Freeney when Freeney played. Not the point. Point is. This big nigga chisel a lot of Grandin is dancing his ass off for no goddamn reason. And ain't nobody telling him shit. <laughs> That's cool though. So in other words, he, he's he's Cam is Cam. And you get Cam, he coming to the Cam show. And so, you know, I'm I'm rooting for him. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm rooting for him. They're paying him a dollar fifty to play. That's a goddamn shame. Every motherfucker that passed him up, even my beloved Cowboys, if you see the Patriots, I hope you get the business from Cameron Newton. You know, he's, a, he's Atlanta owned, Atlanta's owned, so of course we're rooting for him. He's a bad, bad boy. Ben been a bad boy. He would have been a, an even better boy had, you know, they not tried to run him into the ground. B, you ever watched that movie Friday Night Lights? Mm, yeah, maybe a long time ago. Booby Gibson. Remember that? Did yeah. they bring him a bell? Yeah. The running back is like, that big nigga ain't going to break. That's how they felt about Cam. Yeah. Well, he broke. Uh, he broke quite a bit. Uh, football is not a sport for a human to continue to run into another human that many times, even if that human is a big motherfucker like Cam. So, you know, I don't know if it's a combination of people not knowing if he was healthy and the Cam show. But the Cam shows in New England, the competition doesn't seem anywhere near Cam. It's Cam's job to lose. He's not losing that shit. Uh, people are already saying that he's he's already established himself as the alpha, the leader, and I'm not surprised. Not surprised. Uh, so I'm rooting for Cam to give everybody the business this year. Um, speaking of the business, B, it's been a very long time since we talked about our good buddy Antonio Brown. It's uh, been a while, B. He hadn't been doing anything. You know, you know, for a while. You know, earlier in the year, if it wasn't it wasn't A B Antonio Brown, it was R Kelly. So you know, I would feel bad for Antonio, but B, as you know, as we've established many, many times on previous episodes, Antonio Brown's got a whole lot of money, whole lot of money, because he said so. Uh, B. So there was a ruling from the from the commissioner uh, Roger Goodell about A B's return to the league. Did we talk about this? We did not. 
Eight games. That's a lot of games. B, who's got money and space to pay a nigga to play <laughs> who can't play the first eight games? Man, I don't know. <laughs> that's pretty tough, B. That's half a season. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You want what? We're going to pay you what for what? Oh, you just out the first off, off top. And we're going to take that to the cap. Mm. Only a team that knows they're a playoff team already. Like, there's no way they can't make the playoffs. They could use that guy in the playoffs. But other than that, I don't see a team being able to wait out half a season. B, the shit ain't free. <laughs> they have a cap in the NFL. Yeah. You're going to carry that money for eight games? That's dead money. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to play for the veteran, veteran minimum because, as I said, a whole lot of money. He doesn't um, have a choice, though, this time. This, this, is, this, this is why he did this to him, why Roger Goodell did this, because he realized this is going to be so, it's going to handicap him so much that he's going to have to take less money. So it punishes him for the whole season, basically. Uh, this nigga still got active cases, too. We, let's not forget that. Let's not forget that. He's got a felony assault charge pending because he beat the shit out of a, out of a delivery man. But whatever. He might whatever. be on a 10-day ten, a contract, like an NBA. You're going to be on a no-day contract uh, unless somebody <laughs> just got some extra money and cap space and don't know what the fuck to do to do with it. Or maybe just uh, tell him, come, hey, just come hang out. Come hang out with the team. Because that's, that's what the fuck he'll be doing is hanging out. <laughs> uh, anyway, man, so, uh, so that, that's going on. Uh, I got to say it, B. Uh, Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame, pro, uh, pro, uh, future Hall of Famer, Perennial Pro Bowl safety, Earl Thomas, lost his GLB uh, yesterday. You might remember Earl Thomas. I think we talked about him getting in a domestic dispute where his wife pulled a whole gun on him and the shit was loaded and put it by his head. Remember that? Because he was, got, caught, got caught, you know. Got caught lacking, um, fucking around. So between that, apparently they claim he got in a fist fight with somebody yesterday at practice, and because of that, they decided to part ways. What do you think about that, B? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that this fight is the right. Let go. That seems a little extreme. Right. What was this nigga doing all here? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a he is beyond a shadow of a doubt a future Hall of Famer. Yeah. And he is a perennial Pro Bowl. I'm like, nigga, what you been doing this past season? Something else. Because because fights at training camps. Yeah. Those shits happen and are encouraged. Um, that nigga must have been late and shit. But to get somebody off that quick, normally you got to have like, you know, the leaders of the team, because he was a free agent. He came to Baltimore last year. You have the leaders of the team say, hey, coach, GM, fuck that nigga. We don't want him. So I don't know what he did, but it is where it is. Uh, I got a place for him, though. No. I got a spot. I got a, I got a spot. Not with the boys. He wants this spot. Not he already said boys. he wanted this spot. Not oh, yeah. I got, a, I got a spot and an opening. Yeah. One man's trash. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Um, speaking of trash and treasure and the gift that we all want, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. You hear about this shit getting postponed, B? I didn't hear about it getting postponed. I heard about the fight, though. Yeah, so it's going in September. But, you know, due to coronavirus, the pandemic and whatnot, they're trying to move it to November. They want people in seats as opposed to pay-per-view? Uh, no, they want more eyes. They want, I guess, want to build it up more. I think everybody will be watching that. 
Well, they want more because money is the motive. Makes sense? More money? Yeah. Makes sense to me. You know what it doesn't make sense to? Roy Jones Jr. Why? He said, fuck all that. If we're going to continue the fight, I got other shit I was planning on doing in November. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're going to be continuing the fight, I need to be, I need more compensation. There's principalities to this. I feel it. I have all sorts of obligations and situations <laughs> and entanglements and whatnots that I had planned after September, the September fight. And you're going to have to compensate me right. if I have to move shit around. <laughs> I'm like, Roy, first off, nobody wants to see you fight Mike Tyson. We want to see Evander lose the rest of his brain cells. You really want to do this, Roy? Evander's right over here. That's what you want to do, Roy? His lawyers are reaching out to Mike Tyson's lawyers to talk about monies and percentages and stuff. What the fuck could Roy Jones Jr. have to do other than show up on, was it HBO or Showtime and in his tuxedo and, and, and lazily call fights? Lazily always be wrong on what the final, you know, judges' numbers are. What else could he have to do? I like Roy Jones. What is he, get, what is he doing, B? What, else, what, what, what financial opportunity is he missing out on? You can, you can train and still go and do your memorabilia signings. That ain't got, you know, one is not exclusive of the other. Y'all must have forgot. He must have forgot. He's thinking he Roy Jones Jr. with the Jordan trunks and the Jumpman shit. And Mike Tyson is fucking Mike Tyson. And Mike Tyson looks like Mike Tyson. This is only going to go one way, Roy. I see what you're doing. This is your opportunity not to get knocked the fuck out on your back like your last six professional fights. I didn't forget. Uh, we'll see what happens, man. Uh, Evander's waiting. I know that. You know who else is waiting? James Tony. James Tony said he wanted to get on this. James Tony. Oh, hell no. Nah. And you know who else has decided, hey, you mean there's money for retired fighters to come back in? Give me three guesses, B. What retired all-time great fighters like looked at this shit and said, hey, there's more money for retired fighters? Huh. Uh, three guesses, B. I'll give you three shots at it. From this, no, it's not Mayweather. From this side of the pond or that side of the pond? This side of the pond. Okay. Uh, I am not even going to give you a weight class. All you need to know is they were great and they ain't fought in a long time. Sugar Shane? He would do it, but nobody wants to see that shit because he also got a, the brick speed <laughs> off of him his last five or six fights. Uh, That's one. Okay. Uh, so not Sugar Shane. Um, Zab Judah. He's a, he, he's, a nurse. he's a nurse now. I don't know, but that's a good guess. Okay. Did you know that? He's a nurse now? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he's me medical. He's, a, that, he's an essential dude. I wonder if he wears the gold piece, if he still got the, the fronts, the grills. That's dope, though, that he got changed careers and, like, started a whole nother thing. Uh, okay, so now Zab Judah. Wait, 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 I'm not going to let this moment pass by. Zab Judah, a close and personal friend of Cameron. Resume. See what I did there? <laughs> okay. It's, it's facts, man. It's true. Real shit. They fuck with each other. Yeah. What up, Cam? What up, Zab? Zab Judah, Judah. Keep shoot shooter, shooter. All right, my That's last... I'm, man, I'm not, I don't want to hear that garbage. All right, my last guess <laughs> is the executioner. Oh, no. You talking about... No. Hop. Uh -uh. Bernard Hopkins. No, no, he ain't doing it. 
Ooh. I forgot it. I forgot his nickname, but then I remember it. It's not him. It's not the magic man, uh, Tarver. <clears throat> B, he ready for this shit? Oh, God. Nobody. Not a soul. <laughs> Nigga don't even need the money. <laughs> don't even need the money. Got his own goddamn productions. De La Hoya? De La Hoya. Get the fuck out of here. Wait, 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 wait. Badass De La Hoya. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, Oscar, what, what are you doing? Your last five or six fights were a disaster. Wow. Is Tito, is Tito, uh, Puente, it, not Puente, Tito, or no. Not Tito Ortiz. I can't think it was, no. You're talking yeah, about, the, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He, he, uh, De La Hoya couldn't fuck with him. It was hard as he tried. And then, that, and that was the fight, that was the fight, the one time where he, De La Hoya thought he was ahead and he won, and then they just started running around the ring. <laughs> Arms up. Got this shit. Then it went to the judges. <laughs> Say, what? Talking, I thought I was winning. You're talking That's about, why uh, I was running. Uh, Felix Trinidad. <laughs> yeah, Felix Trinidad. His nickname was Tito. Tito, but, right. I mean, I don't, I don't know who else he would fight. I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. Wait, first and foremost, let's just be clear. The nigga's not getting into shape. Pacquiao. He's man. not. You know, Pacquiao fight whoever the fuck they gotta pay that he can get paid. Because you know, Del Hoya Pacquiao. He's not. He's never getting in shape, B. <laughs> <laughs> he's been living good, eating good. He's um, in shape, round. You know, man. He's he's been living good, eating good. He got. He never money. had the. Uh, he never had the. Uh, the motivation Mike Tyson did. Right. Um, you know, he was always a boxer, even though a very good boxer, the golden boy. Mike Tyson was a goddamn movement. I won't deny it. I'm a straight. That better be what he comes out to. I'm going to tell you, B, that better be the song he comes out to. Because that's my favorite version of Mike Tyson. Anyway, uh, so yeah, De La Hoya's fat ass is pretending he's going to get in shape for a comeback. But that's probably not going to happen. And nobody wants that. Literally. Nobody wants that. All right, B. Let's change. Let's 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 switch it up a little bit. Uh, uh, so, <clears throat> you watching watching on any of the NBA at all? Yeah, Not really. I'm catching a few of them. Yeah, the, the the Los Angeles LeBrons finally got their shit together, and they're finally two one lead over uh, Dame Dash and Co. But it's touch and go. Yeah, uh, I still think uh, the, the the Blazers have a chance. Well, of course they have a chance. They, of course they have a chance. AD and LeBron have to bring their A games or, or it's not going to happen. Not one of them. Both of them. Both of them, as uh, Uncle, Uncle Sharp would say. Both of them. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, 76ers got swept by the Celtics. Yep. They got to break that shit up. Yeah. Um, the Embiid, Ben Simmons uh, shit, just not, it just ain't working. Well, neither of them are as good as they're supposed to have been. That's fair. And I'd say of the two, Embiid is the closest to being able to tap into his potential regularly. I don't really know what the fuck Ben Simmons is at this point anymore. Still don't I don't have a jump shot. I don't know if he's a forward, is he a guard? I don't I don't really know. Is he point is he point forward? I don't know. He's injured, so it doesn't matter what the hell he is right now. He didn't help his yeah, team but, at all. But remember this whole thing off this offseason was him, you know, taking shots. Yeah. Shooting the ball. Yeah, he needs to know Mr. J. Not layups and dunks. Yeah. If we get Mr. J's shooting ability, 
and we put it into Ben Simmons' body. Who the fuck is Mr. J? From uh, the Slack Room. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Goodness. <Okay. laughs> All right. Transition. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that. Didn't see that coming. You got me there. Mr. J is a shooting ass shooter. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, shout out to Mr. J of Slack Room fame. What is a Slack Room? That's where me, be honest, the whole entire Rare Sons family, friends and family interact with each other all day, every day on the Slack app. The Slack app. If you want to figure out uh, how to do that, go to rarsons.com. Email the admin. And for the low, low price of a picture of a human being, you too can fuck with me and be honest all day, every day, until and unless you cross a line. Um, and that line's pretty far. That line is pretty damn far. You gotta, you gotta be wilding the fuck out before. Be a complete asshole. Yeah, you gotta catch uh, be honest, lovely wife on a really bad day, and you gotta, you gotta be wilding the fuck out. And your lovely wife has to be in there when you wilding the fuck out. And decide you are wilding the entire the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> facts. Um, because it's a family. We welcome you to come to our family. But when you're going to come join our family, act like you have some sense. Act like you got some home training. Yes. Uh, segue from one media platform to another. B, I saw some shit uh, right before we got on. I, it was interesting to me. It's called uh, forever, The Forever Social. Digital Immortality is now yours. <laughs> the Forever Social provides digital immortality using, a, using powerful algorithms and AI. The Forever Engine uses your existing social media profiles to learn your personality, likes, dislikes, life milestones, and interests. In short, it knows the real you. The Forever Engine lets you stay a part of your loved one's lives and control your level of interaction. Set up the account, decide how and when and what you communicate across your social media. Stay present and stay you. We're clearly talking about postmortem after death. In the event you pass away, the Forever Engine creates posts you can preset for timing, specific audience and themes. The platform will also track significant dates such as birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays and allow your legacy, you, to respond to other people's posts, world events, and more. What do you think about this, B? It sounds terrifying. <laughs> it sounds like somebody jacked a whole ass Black Mirror episode. That's a whole conversation. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds really bad. I don't know, man. Hey, I mean, I think that all of you, all of you idiots, are doing it right now. Anyway, you're telling your computers, you know, the 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 last step of AI is merging computers and humans, but. Mm -hmm. We silly humans don't realize we've been merging ourselves with computers for years now. Everything you put into social media, every like and every dislike and every post and every at. And every time you're doing that, all you're doing is feeding that computer information so it knows more and more about you. It knows where you live. When I get in my car, my iPhone says home is 35 minutes or 45 minutes. It tells me what the traffic conditions are and it knows I'm going home at this time. So it just sends me a message, a notification. Hey, headed home? It's going to be 45 minutes. Don't take this route. There's so much information that we give our phones and we give our social media. We've already merged ourselves with the computer. It's only a matter of time before it goes the other way around. And that's where they're going to start getting those little implants and stuff. But this is just this is just that in a more tame sense. But, of course, far more aggressive than what we're using right now because, you know, right now we believe we can just turn our phone off or turn our, our computer off. But this shit is going to have you making posts 
10 years after you're dead. Imagine being that kid whose who's dad sends him a message, uh, a reply after he's dead, been dead for seven years. Weird. Okay, I got I to put an asterisk here. B? Yes. I'm not 100% sure this is legitimate. Okay. But everything I looked at looks fucking legitimate. Okay. So I it, I feel like this might be a thing. Still if terrifying. it's not a thing, they've gone through incredible lengths to make it look like a thing. I'm talking about pictures of white people. Oh, no. Platform developers, uh, data science advisors, uh, AI developers. I mean, the website is very extensive. So I'm believing this is a real thing. That's terrifying. Uh, based out of Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, there's a whole syndrome out of there. That sounds it's, terrifying, man. I mean, shit, man. You know, and that's the interesting thing. You know, when you have friends, family uh, die, I always wonder what happens to their social media accounts. Yeah. You know, some are shut down, some aren't. Some even tweet. Herman Cain, let us, you know, bless his soul, let him rest. They didn't have to do that from his account. Black excellence. Let the people grieve. Nine, nine, nine. Nine, um, yeah, man. I don't know about this. This is this uh, this is a whole ass Black Mirror episode. The Black Mirror episode it started out kind of like this: phone messages, then emails, and but there was another tier you could buy. There was always another tier you could buy. There's more involvement you could buy until you got an AI body with the downloaded, you know, personalities and that they could ascertain from the social messaging and whatnot into the body itself, into the fake computer body that looked real. Like one of those sex dolls looks real. I don't know why I said it, but it's actually true. Like one of those, only better. Well, I'm, So okay. this, this is weird, man. It is weird, but aren't we already that though? We're kind of already that. And we, we were downloaded as a baby, right? We, we were, yeah. were a bag of meat and we have a few bones inside. And then at conception something or someone downloaded who we were going to be as people into a, that little bitty thing. And it grew and grew and grew. And now we've lived our, you know, full lives. We're both in, well, I'm in my 40s. Are you in your 40s yet? I think so. Maybe not. But um, That's disrespectful. Yes, Nick, I'm in my 40s. Okay. We've lived our 40 years. You almost 100 shows in. You acting like you don't know. Damn. Damn. We, we've lived our 40, <laughs> we've lived our 40 years. And you cut me real deep, B. We're, we are, we are that. We were downloaded into, and then when we die in the, the program, it's re-uploaded? Is that what, that's what a lot of you guys believe, right? I don't know. A lot don't give me the line. A lot of you guys believe that it gets uploaded to heaven or whatever it is that you call it. I mean, we're just calling it, we're calling it different words. You say save, but really it's just, it's getting, it is getting saved. Like uh, command S or control S, save. They're saving don't your know. program and they're up, they're exporting it to heaven. But I mean, it's the same thing though. There's nothing to be scared of with that. I'm terrified of them just knowing, knowing me so well that they can make posts and replies for me. Well, two things. First, everything you're, desc you're describing about the uploading and what, you know, what really is you, data, putting in a you know, meat, you know, body. B, have you watched Altered Carbon? I did watch the first season. Not all of it, though. Watch maybe like okay, seven. Okay, you got to go to season two. Black okay. as fuck, season two. Uh, sidebar, we've already talked about this. Season two received less critical acclaim. I wonder why the fuck. But uh, <laughs> you told me to watch it. I just haven't done it yet. You should, because all that, all, everything you just talked about shows, and you know, deep thought into this stuff. And so, Black Carbon is essentially exactly that, meaning that 
<laughs> You're just going to call it Black Carbon now? <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, I don't even think you meant to do that. I think it just naturally came out. You bet it did. <laughs> uh, all Black Everything. Not you, Tory Lanez. Fuck you, buddy. You too, Wale. Not you, Cameron. We like you. Herman Cain? Um, what was that? What about Herman Cain? Fuck him too? How dare you talk about God's personal, our own angel that was our guardian angel that here on earth. I think Herman Cain's black that, excellence. So stop it. That the Lord needed more in heaven than we needed him down here. Black excellence. Why not? Why not? Of course he is. And the only thing even close to as being as excellent as Herman Cain is Dr. Ben Carson. He definitely, Ukraine. definitely black excellence. In an operating room, he's unparalleled. Well, that's where, that's where he's excellent. That's fine. That's enough. How many things you got to be excellent at? One's enough. Exactly. I'm ex For example, I am excellent at sarcasm. There you go. Black excellence. King Kunta. Exactly. 3X. Black boy Joe. Uh, uh, Joy. Not Joe. Black boy Joy. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> it's not actually. It's but whatever. Not, it's not. You know, it's like, you know, black girl magic. Okay, just leave them the fuck alone. There doesn't have to be a male equivalent. Doesn't have to be. You don't have to. You, oh, we do. Black boy Joy. I don't. Okay. Okay, we're doing that. Um, <laughs> it's like, why? We don't. <laughs> Nobody, not a soul. But uh, Altered Carbon, a.k.a. Black Carbon, if you will, season two. Um, the premise of the show is that at some point in the near future, actually not true, some point at least 100 years from now, science discovers some alien technology and that they realize you can transfer, download, Basically, all the shit that's going on in on the planet's current most complicated complicated computer, the brain. And so, this alien technology allows all of the things that make you you inside of your brain to be downloaded to a chip. And that chip is then placed into a meat sack body that's been grown in uh, in a lab. And so, in a sense. As long as the chip is not destroyed, you don't die, ever. Cool. Interesting. The religious people have a problem with it. Of course But for do. the most part, uh, we talked about this, but yeah, that's an interesting, that's an interesting idea. Uh, I think that that's where we're headed. You know, alien technology notwithstanding, yeah. you know, we are becoming more integrated with technology. But you not be talking steady cash shit about Trump. Right. I get all sorts of shit from Trump. I, you know, my algorithms are, not, are now confused. Do I like Trump or do I hate Trump? So they send me both shits. Say, okay. So, you know, our computers are listening and developing an idea of who we are. Uh, Alexa is listening. Um, nowadays, you talk about something in less than 30 minutes, you're going to get an ad for it on your phone. True. So, so we're almost there. Uh, remember back in the day, let's say... 11 years ago. If somebody wants to borrow your phone, what are you going to say? Okay. I don't watch you use it, but okay. Now, your phone is almost like your fingerprint, Absolutely. I would say. That's the dramatic change I've seen uh, in the last 10 years. You don't want anyone with your phone. Your phone is you. Yeah. I mean, I let my, my, uh, my youngest watch things on my phone, but every time I do, I'm, I just feel uneasy about it. I don't want, that's mine. That's, yeah. that's my phone, mine. I have most things set up with Face ID, but... Certainly not because of any black.com. That would be crazy. 
Yeah, I was wondering if this site that you were talking about, does it look at your Pornhub searches too? I presume it would have to because it's developing, it's trying to figure out all the people, places, and things you interact with. Yeah. If you're one of those depraved assholes who will comment on, who are these Pornhub commenters? You ever think about that, B? <laughs> I've never looked at a Pornhub comment. But it's already, there's a tab there. <laughs> now Who's that, doing this shit? Now that you mentioned that there are some, I assume they're pretty funny because comments are usually funny. Yeah, but the thing of it is you have to create a profile <laughs> to comment? <laughs> what, are, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Right. You know, and now, you know, and OnlyFans. I don't understand the difference between Pornhub and OnlyFans. Pornhub free, OnlyFans, money to watch the same shit. I, I don't understand. I heard about this story um, where a lady acts like a dog, a puppy, uh, on her OnlyFans. <laughs> and and she was able to quit her job because she's pulling in six figures a month. That can't last forever, though. So she better save all of that. And then That's a lot of cash, it B. Is, it is. It is. But I don't, I don't understand, man. For, you know, I don't understand Pornhub commenters. Commenters are on Pornhub, X video, whatever. I mean, I would know. My homeboy told me these things out there. Right. And I don't understand who the fuck gives money to OnlyFans for shit that's free. I think French Reggie would have done it at one point. Cause he was really into that that one chick Sierra or whatever named Rogers or whatever. I think he probably would have paid her for her one her um OnlyFans. I really believe he would. So but I, think I don't understand who are these market. people. Younger people, that's not we we're just not built like that. Younger people, they're built like that. They it's won't like, okay. they won't spend four ninety nine on our on our premium, but they'll spend twelve ninety nine on a OnlyFans premium. Well, I'll tell you, you get a hell of a lot more on our premium on the RareSons.com premium. You get access to all the shows for all you know, all the shows that are not currently in. Don't fix this this time, B. On on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast, the first hundred episodes are only the hunt. Well, it only goes back a hundred episodes, and the rest drop off, and so you miss a lot of stuff. Uh, Unless so you're you know, a premium subscriber. Right, and so five bucks to us versus five bucks to some chick you don't know. Shit's probably, you know, B. You know what really grinds my gears? Uh-oh. Hypothetically. Let's say hypothetically you are on the hub. Let's say hypothetically you have a few, you know, a few channels you like to watch. And then you see, what? Oh, oh, there's a, there's a paid version of content. And then you compare hypothetically the length of the video to the length of the free version of the video and then wonder what the fuck could be different. And then realize to yourself using logic and reason hypothetically there ain't no goddamn difference. One just asked you to pay money and they were too goddamn stupid to take the whole thing down and use it as a teaser. It's bullshit, <laughs> right. man. I don't even know. I don't even know, man. So you're right. I'm not built like that. I don't pay for nothing that I can get for free. You know, and for people who aren't weird, who have, you know, wives and girlfriends and et cetera, I mean, shit. It's right there. It's right there. It's right there. It's right there. 
So I don't understand, man. I don't I don't understand these OnlyFans people. Yeah. I don't even know how the fuck we got the OnlyFans. Well, we were we talking are. about um that new software that's gonna predict everything that we, we do and say so that one day when we're dead it can posthumously reply to our loved ones Instagram posts. So Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be uh, uh consistently deducting whatever the monthly is, because I wouldn't know to your to your favorite OnlyFans person. I I I would presume that would stop. Um, <laughs> maybe not. Who knows? Maybe not. I don't know. You know what? You know what they said, B? Settings. You know, they said you could change the settings. You can have it. So maybe, maybe you want you want uh, peaches or Tata Delicious to keep on keeping on. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you can do that as long as there's a, a, a payout source. Weird. some <sighs> nerd shit. Is it though? That's, yeah. Youth looks strange, like Pac said a long, long time ago. Uh, speaking of some nerd shit, I will speak of it. No one did. Not a soul. Uh, so The Rock is coming out with a new superhero movie that I thought would never fucking happen. Um, Black Adam. Um, Black Adam is a DC Universe um, anti-hero. And that's nice. He's not normally the anti-hero. He's normally a full-ass villain. Hmm. Uh, you ever heard of Black Adam? Probably not. Who watched Never. So basically, these characters like Magical Superman. Uh, they're magical Superman, and they only lose their magic if they say something. Like, Shazam loses his magical Superman abilities if he says Shazam. I forgot what Black Adams is, but it's similar. As long as they don't say the backwards thing, they're like exactly Superman. Matter of fact, they're equal in power to Superman. Why would, they ever, why would they ever say the name, the word then? Well, Shazam is actually a kid, Billy Batson. He's actually a kid, so he would like to do kid things, hang out with his friends and whatnot. So to transform, he says Shazam because there's this wizard dude who's fucking weird and made a kid Superman because he's an asshole. Whereas Black Adam, what? Uh, yeah, Superman called him an asshole. So what are you doing? <laughs> Why would you do this to a child? What are you? What are you doing? <laughs> what in the world is going on? This is a kid. Why the fuck would you? Why? Why would you do this? Because I guess Billy Batson said Shazam and revealed himself to be. Preteen, Superman's like, what the fuck happened here? And he's like, yeah, this wizard, he did it. This wizard, Merlin, whatever the fuck's name. Yeah, he did it. And Superman's like, show me this man. Anyway, so Black Adam is not that. Black Adam was a whole ass grown ass man when he got the power. And he, thousands of years ago, like some Egyptian shit, and he was oppressed. So he did what anybody with superpowers would do if they were oppressed. He fucked everybody up. Everybody had to go. All of them. I think you secretly sit and wish that somebody would give you superpowers. I just wonder what superpower you would wish for. And then Black Adam shits, man. Everybody had to go be. Generations. <laughs> the men's, the women's, the children's. The children's, they all had to go. The entire houses had to go. They had to pay for what they did wrong. So because of all that, uh, they locked that nigga away. I forgot how they did it, but they did. Because uh, he went too far. Went too far. It's understandable why he did what he did. You know what? As a child, I would not have understood it. As a grown-ass adult, I understand why he did what he did. Fuck everybody that, that, you know, that fucked over me and mine. But they locked his ass away, and he got released. And so now he's an anti-hero or a villain most of the time, and he just has the same powers as Superman and Shazam, and he fucks shit up on the reg. Hey, can you explain the difference between a villain and an anti-hero? Yeah. 
So a villain is our you know, is the trope of the bad guy. The bad guy doing bad things, being naughty all the time. He's evil. The anti-hero is what I like to call a fucking realist. Shit's not black, shit's not white, it's often gray. Like Batman should be an anti-hero, but they won't let him. Because if you do the shit that Batman does, eventually somebody just got to die-die. Somebody can't keep on keeping on. Somebody's not good enough for the prison system. They got to go. But they won't let Batman do that because of this code about not killing people, not using guns, so he gets to remain a hero. Popular anti-heroes. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not a hero, but a, a character in wrestling. Stone Cold Steve Austin's neither good nor bad, just does what needs to be done whenever it happens. Uh, the Undertaker later on became neither good nor bad, just a badass who does what needs to be done whenever he needs to do it. So the same thing with, with in, in comics role, an anti-hero, uh, Black Adam, Namor the Sub Submariner, uh, just name a few. Sometimes Wolverine. Um, so none of this means, all those wrestling references fucking just zoomed over my head. All these comic book references just zoom over my head. Can what about what's the guy that um that Will Smith played um the superhero Hick Hick um, um Hickok, yeah Hancock Hancock no he was just a loser there he was just sad yeah he, he had the sads <laughs> and he didn't know why he had the sads he just did and then one day he didn't have the sads anymore okay but he he never did anything one way or the other he's like leave me the fuck alone oh okay he's like ah oh, right, fuck leave me alone. Whereas a true anti-hero does shit, but it's not always easily characterized as good or bad, but realistic. What would a reasonable Thanos. person... Thanos is an anti-hero, right? No, because he killed half of the universe. But he had a reason. It wasn't, you know... Did he, though? I don't know. I'm not going to get into this with you, Asperger's man. is not a reason. We are not going to get into the weeds. It's on not Asperger's. <laughs> No, but think about it. You know, is it OCD? I mean, you can't. Everything must be equal. I mean, that's that's a mental disorder. That's not a. It's not a good reason. I think I have it. That's why I relate to him. I guess. I guess so. So you should, man. It's just everything doesn't have to be even. I mean, either you're first or you're last. I'm like, no, man. You be second, third, fourth, or fifth. <laughs> Facts, man. Shit. Um. All right, man. So. Many people didn't think this movie was going to happen because when have you ever seen The Rock play a bad guy? You haven't. When have you ever seen him play an anti-hero? You haven't. He, he wasn't one of those in some of those Fast and Furious movies? Was he, though? In both of those, well, in the last two proper ones he was in before he and Tyrese had a, Tyrese had a split, Yeah, he wasn't really a bad guy or anti-hero because... He was a police person or a government authorized person who was trying to bring to hill these car driving vigilantes. Vigilantes. There's a lot of gray area in the word anti-hero too, I guess. Yeah, there is. But one of the things has to be sure is that an anti-hero is going to sometimes do some shit that you would tell a child is not okay. Right. Right. An anti-hero may decide somebody just got to die. And they probably have an extreme Pornhub search history but reasonable i wouldn't say extreme probably reasonable probably reasonable um 
but I wouldn't know. In any event, so that's the anti-hero. The movie looks like it's going to get made. The Rock posted it on his official web, uh, Instagram, and social medias. He normally doesn't do shit like that unless it's a done deal. I have no idea when they filmed this or if they filmed this. And to be quite frank with you, the teaser trailer for this looks is almost all uh, animated. So I don't know. I don't know if they filmed shit animated. for this. To be honest, yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, I don't know if they've actually filmed shit for this. Worse Don't know, and, and would be surprised if they have, because The Rock's been busy, as you may know. He recently recently purchased the XFL. Did you know that, B? Yeah, I heard that. I don't know why the fuck, but he did. I don't know what you're gonna do with that shit. I don't, okay, yeah. sure. Because he had he and his investors had some money burning a hole in their pockets. I guess. <laughs> Where can we lose our money? Let's see. Um, yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's make a let's make a, a an alternative football league that will eventually be defunct. Yet again, Speaks. after the first three or four times. Speaking of investments, did you have any Apple stock by chance? You can't afford that shit, B. I did, and it split Friday. It closed, so I'm looking forward to a nice six months. Maybe that new iPhone will bring some joy to my life. Nice, nice. So everyone out there, you know, you want to see B living good, eating good, keep buying them Apple products. There you go. And Dr. Mac, too. There you go. All right, that's what I want to call the fun, mostly part of this shit. Now it's time to talk about some real shit before we get up out of here. Doom and gloom. Uh, remember that border wall, B, that uh, Mexico was supposed to pay for? They didn't pay for it? I remember a long time ago, you and I talked about people deciding to chip in to build the wall themselves. There was a Americans. guy with a, a million dollar plus GoFundMe that to my dad or something different. Well, something different. Okay. Embodying that that okay. idea. Um, so, Steve Bannon, former Trump campaign, no, former Trump uh, advisor, quality's president, and helping become president. He's a far, 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 Breitberg right wing whack job who sees the world as a very interesting place, which is why he's no longer in the Trump cabinet. Well, he got arrested uh, about uh -oh. three days back uh -oh. for money laundering because apparently he and the individuals he was working with taking all these, what do you want to call them? Taking all these uh, donations to build the wall themselves. Will be, uh, money didn't go to the wall. Yeah. Money didn't quite go to the wall. Did not quite go to the wall. I'm, I'm, I wish you could see my I'm shocked face, listeners. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that people would tell other people who are usually not very intelligent that they're going to build their own uh, defense wall, crowdfund the shit, and get all that money and realize, oh, it's a lot of fucking cash. But you know what? There's always already a wall out there. So he's uh, got released on, what was it, $5 million bond, and he's saying it's all fake news. We'll see. But this is a uh, Fed charge. He's going to jail, jail. He's going to prison, prison. He's not going to jail. Uh, no way. Put it to you this way. If Trump is reelected, he won't go to prison. If Trump is not, he's going to prison, prison. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Uh, well, it depends on if, he, if they uh, convict him between now and January 2nd. What's funny to me about all these type of stories is that we're going to sit here and pretend like every politician isn't doing something dirty like this. And I mean... Well, no, I'm not. No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying like the... the the um Because I hadn't heard that he got arrested, but I'm sure it's probably everywhere. And that people are pointing fingers and laughing and, you know, there's all these statements. But I think that, that this is just 
business as usual. This is normal. And he's going he's gonna to either go to prison because they're making an example of him or it'll be just like everything else where the rich people continue just getting to be rich and doing whatever they want to do and he'll live his life as, as normal. So, Nah, I don't think so. I think unless he gets convicted between now and January the 2nd where Trump can pardon him, now he's going to prison. Um, in addition, I, I'm really underscoring who he was and who he is to Trump. Right. He is the mastermind behind the Trump presidency. He is the mastermind behind um, the uh, Boris Johnson prime minister coming into power in England. He is the mastermind behind these nativist populist movements. The us versus them, the us versus the different. So is he a planner or a fixer? He's a mastermind. He's a strategist. Uh, a planner. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, at a very high level. Yeah. Um, so, ironically, B, you want to know where they arrested him? Uh, massage parlor, right before the happy ending? A, a yacht owned by a Chinese uh, national. So close. Well, I guess China is, it, I guess China is not okay, not okay unless it's, you know, a wealthy Chinese national, in which case that's okay. Why you know, is that? Why is that shocking, though? Hypocrisy. I don't. Again, listeners, I wish you could see my I'm surprised face. How is that hypocritical? Because China is the anti, would be part of the other that Steve Bannon has strategized against and made his money with Breitberg and others saying should be uh, resisted, the other. Uh, I know Breitbart says that, but there are companies. He's the mastermind of Breitbart. But but, but just because China, quote unquote, uh, entity of it's the entity of China. There are a lot of business people in China that still are probably very friendly to the U.S. when it comes to um, under under the table deals. So a money launderer, which is what he's in that what he's getting um, accused of, a money launderer yep. no, knows no nation. Well, the money launderer is saying that he knows no nation, that he knows nations, and anyone not part of that nation needs to be dealt with. Uh, strongly and removed from the nation. This is These are the nativists. For those who don't know, nativists means only people that are like us. No outsiders. Populist means, you know, people, you know, just in general have this idea. A lot of people have an idea that only us, nobody else, no outsiders. So the fact that he would be caught on a Chinese uh, yacht with an L, you know, that actually is pretty interesting and indeed actually hypocritical based on the uh, vial that he's spewed and strategized and spewing and having United States and Great Britain attack foreigners, foreign influence, and outsiders. So foreign influence, I guess, is the better thing that he's built himself and Breitbart on. Uh, but anyway, any event, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. He better <laughs> hope that he gets convicted. No, he better hope he gets convicted between now and January the 2nd. That's what he better hope. They, well, he won't, though. I, I know they're smarter than that. They're going to delay it and draw it out so they can make sure that it happens next time. Next next year, yeah. I mean. Well, you know, speaking of next time, B, did you hear anything about the De Democratic National Convention at all? I heard that it's sleepy time. Shit. Shit. You didn't listen to the speech, then. We're not sleepy about that. So it opened up with First Lady Michelle. Let me do that a different different way. My forever flotus, Michelle Obama. She opened up the show. Why? 
because she's fucking amazing and one she's of the not greatest a, she's not a, of our time. She's not a Democratic candidate. She's never been a Democratic. She's not even a state. She's not even a secretary of something. She's just the first. She was just the lady who was having sex with the guy who was the president. We're not going to do that to First Lady Michelle. If you want to say based on uh, most polls, she's the most admired person in America, then sure. That's why, B. That's oh, okay. why. I guess. She's, she's the Oprah that Oprah thought she was. What? Michelle could have been president any given time if she wanted to run, but she doesn't because, well, you Obama know, fuck politics. Michelle would never be president. That's not going to happen. See, you can't even say it. See, you don't, you don't believe that. That's why you can't pronounce it right. So Michelle Obama opened it up and she gave a very, you know, powerful yet understandable and approachable message about where we are and the concerns that we have about where we're going as a country. Um, she's not a politician, and she even it? said, I, Michelle Obama. No, she uh, didn't write Neo wrote it. You clearly know very little nothing about Michelle Obama's uh, background, do you? She doesn't, she Obama doesn't write is an, speeches. What do you? But Michelle I'm, Obama is an is an accomplished uh, lawyer. So and, much. Yeah, I'm pretty so sure she she wrote so her no, own speech. No, Barack didn't write his speeches. No, none of those people write their own words. Uh, if you're saying some people will have input, like editors, sure, I get that. With my, I, I people help me with my work edit, editing. Uh, President Obama's speech was still being uh, worked on up until he gave his address. I'll get to that in a minute. But Michelle Obama. I think there's something interesting about the way the Democrat, uh, Democrats did this in the time of, uh, of COVID-19. It turned into more of a fireside chat situation for most of the speakers. You know, you've got someone in their location, they're looking you in the eye. It's a very, you know, individual situation versus at a normal convention where you have these massive crowds right. and, and everyone's saying something to hear the crowd react. You know what I'm saying? It's great to be here in Milwaukee. Yeah, none of that shit. Uh, right. So, uh, so she gave a very, opened it up with a very uh, frank, candid, and powerful message about where we are as a country and her fears and her concerns. Uh, Bill Clinton also spoke too. Have you seen Bill Clinton lately? I uh, thought I had, but now that you're saying that, I'm, I'm thinking maybe I haven't. God damn. What? He's the old? years have not been, he's old as fuck. I know he had an open heart surgery and all this other shit, but goddamn, he makes seeing Bill Clinton is a reminder that the '90s were actually 30 years ago, and his voice is not quite the is not as strong as it used to be. Uh, but he gave a pretty he gave a pretty uh, strong indictment of what, where things are. But again, you know, it's a kind of a fireside chat. We're all, for the most part, not all, a lot of us are still, you know, working in a pandemic situation, so a lot of us are able to watch it. Um, AOC spoke. You shocked me? No. I have a question for you, B. How long do you think they let her speak? Give you three guesses. Uh, five minutes. Strike one. Uh, ten minutes. Strike two. There's no way she got more than twenty minutes. Strike three. B. <laughs> they gave. The most popular among young people, most progressive Democrat uh, representative in Congress, they gave her a grand total of 60 seconds. <laughs> Good. She's awful. It's like, shit, why would you even do it? She gave 60 seconds. <laughs> what did she to, say? To, 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 she gave 60 seconds to give uh, the handful of electoral votes to Bernie Sanders. 
Not electoral. Yeah, a delegate votes to Bernie Sanders. Huh? What do you mean? So, Democratic National Convention is set up to where, you know, there are delegates all across the United States. Democratic delegates. Right. So, the delegation, the delegates, you know, say, I pledge these, you know, this, these delegates to Joe Biden. These delegates to Warren. These delegates to Pete Buttigieg. So, candidates that are still in the race may have delegates. So Bernie Sanders, though it's long, he never got enough and he's not going to, it's can't win, concede it, Uncle Joe. He still did have some delegates that were pledged to him. Why, why would that matter though? I don't, I don't understand it maybe. Well, there's a fight in the Democratic Party about people who are just left of center and people who are way the fuck out in left field. Bernie, Bernard, it's way the fuck out in left field, which is why if he had actually won, that'd been a very, 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 very bad thing for almost every other Democrat on the ballot this year, because you can say crazy communism. That's why. Uh, right. AOC, as I said before, is one of the most progressive young people. And based on her being progressive in her age, that would put her out in left field. Yeah. We cannot win the election. Either out in left field or out in right field. You gotta be, you gotta get some people in the middle. Yep. So that's why AOC had 60 seconds to talk about Bernie. I think it was a mistake. I think that, you know, even Bernie gave his speech of supporting Joe Biden. I think AOC should have given a speech because the most important thing is to get Trump out of office so that, you know, the democracy doesn't literally burn to the ground. She got 60 seconds. Uh, and the night before last, before the last night of the uh, convention. So, B, did you not watch any of it at all? None of it at all. So, there was like, so had you watched it, you would see the, just the diversity that the Democratic Party attempts to try to cover. You had black people, Latinos, immigrants. You had all sorts, they tried, you know, tried to touch every base. You had LGBTQ. So, it's just a massive umbrella. That's why it's so very hard to be the Democratic, you know, candidate because right. there's so many diverse th things you got to bring together and to bring them all together is probably going to mean somebody is going to feel like you haven't done enough like ice cube is pissed he doesn't think there's been enough done for black people there hasn't even after watching this shit but there's only so much you can do for you can't do you can't make everybody happy about everything well, it's not, impossible but who gives a fuck about everybody right am i right right sure so <clears throat> The second to last night, um, my forever president. That's my president, man. President Barack Obama did the goddamn thing. Now, you're not surprised he gave a great speech, are you, B? Because he didn't write it. Of course not. I'm going to put that aside. Um, but you're not surprised President Obama gave a, gave a great speech, right? right That's what he does. That's what he does. Now, what you should be surprised about, had you had you had a chance to listen to it, is the history that was made. For the first time in the in modern history, you had the last president openly attacking the sitting president who's trying to be reelected. It's never happened. Basically, President Obama said the shit you and I have been talking about the last, I don't know, three, four months. That if we don't do something about this dude in the White House, 
shit's going to get a lot. And that's what Michelle Obama said, that things can get worse. President Obama basically said the democracy is under attack. The right to vote is under attack. That's never happened before. Right. Never. Presidents typically don't even criticize the people that follow them. Mind you, Donald Trump, they said, fuck Obama. Fuck W. Fuck Bill. Remember, Trump had Bill and W's White House paintings removed. <laughs> Just because. Oh, that's so petty. So with an unprecedented president, you're having presidents, Bill Clinton, President Obama, even W said a few things, talking about the current occupant of the White House. But President Obama's amazing speech was an all-out attack. Not attack, it was an all-out call to action to save the democracy. So I encourage anyone out there who didn't hear President Obama speak to YouTube it, go look into it, uh, listen to it, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And it should be a call to action. This election is not like any others. That we're really going to determine the future of this country. If you're not white or believe you're white or white adjacent, there may be some consequences if Donald Trump stays in office and you don't go out and vote, particularly if you live in a battleground state. So right after President Obama, same night. Miss mm -hmm. Harris, Miss Harris. She came in, gave her acceptance speech of, uh, to be the vice presidential nominee. Her speech was different. Normally the vice president comes in to, you know, to just, you know, against the uh, current president. She didn't do that. President Obama had done that. She spent most of her speech telling who she is. Because believe it or not, B, a lot of people, you know, may not know who the fuck she is. Right. And so she gave her story. She talked about how it is and how it could be. And so um, that was the second to last night. Hillary spoke too. I could have done without that. She said a lot without saying shit. She basically said, hey, man, you know, I thought I won and I did have three million more votes, but, you know, I didn't win. So you should probably vote now. Like he didn't vote for me, which is, you know, why I'm not president right now. I don't even know why they asked me to speak on this shit. Yeah, so that's basically what it was. Right. She's still feeling a little sore. How could you not be? Yeah. The first time he thought it was your turn. Yeah. A nigga got it. Mmm. <laughs> that white soul. <laughs> shit. <laughs> who are you, Barack? Who? Right. Ain't you a new senator from Chicago? What? It was my turn. You want me to be your what? Secretary, Secretary of State? Shit, I guess so, man. Whatever. I guess right. so. But you better, hey, man, next time, you know, psh, next time, you better holler at me. They completely abandoned her. Oh, B, some people just don't like her. I'm not one of those people. I have an understanding that she was AOC before AOC. I have an understanding of maybe what type of a policy person she is, but... There's a lot of people that don't like her, and it's, it's what, if, what the fuck it is. I don't like any of the Democrats. This is going to be the most difficult voting I've ever had to do. Well, you better vote like your life depends on it. I don't know if President Obama said that or if Michelle said that, because it fucking does. Um, 
It will be so the last night. Hmm? It will be with a heavy heart. Oh, shit. I don't care if it's with a heavy heart. You better do it. Um, so Joe Biden. What'd you call him, B? Joe Biden? Yeah, what'd you call him? He had a nickname. What you got from Trump? <laughs> I don't remember. Sleepy Joe? Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. <laughs> now, here's, here's what the Trump administration and the Trump re-election team has tried to do with Joe Biden. They try to paint him as old, true, low energy, true, someone that you know makes a lot of gaffes, has speaking errors, true. Well, be that nigga didn't show up. He did his best, goddamn President Barry H. Obama. He was probably on cocaine. And stop it, uh, that would kill him at his advanced stage. Um, Seventy-seven, B. Can't, yeah. Uh, Rolling Stone was, still sniff cocaine and they're like 80. They're different. They've been insulated, inoculated that shit for so long. Matter of fact, if Keith, if you cut Keith Richards and he won't bleed, it'll just Jack Daniels will just spur, <laughs> just spurt out. Uh, but back to Joe, man. So Joe, all right. So going back to what you said about speech writing. So my takeaway from Joe, and by the way, listeners and be honest, I encourage you to listen to Joe Biden's acceptance speech. It literally is the best speech he's ever given about anything in the history of his 30 plus year political career. So I understand you haven't heard it be. Yeah. And so I'm just going to try to, you know, you know, after you listen, people out there and those who haven't listened and you be, you'll kind of understand where I'm coming from. So yes, B, there are speech writers and people who tweak things. So for a lot of the speech, not the tone and tenor of where he was going, but the cadence and the points, they were very reminiscent of President Obama's speeches. Everything that, that Joe said, I could imagine President Obama saying, but President Obama's delivery, President Obama's one of the greatest orators of our time. Greatest, probably the greatest. Uncle Joe's not that. No. But Uncle Joe, you know, went beyond plus ultra. So the Republicans and Trump, specifically Trump, has been trying to paint Joe as not with it, you know, makes a lot of speaking errors, is tired, low energy. Shit, B. Uncle Joe came in like fucking Billy Graham from 88. That motherfucker was looking at you, looking at him, looking at you. You know what Jimmy Swaggart is, B? Yes. He went full Jimmy Swaggart. He's talking to you. He's burning <laughs> in. He's got his hands. He's demanding that we, go, we spring into action. He's compelling us to do something. The what? opposite of what Trump said. He was full of energy and fire. It was a goddamn sermon. Was his brow sweaty? It was sweaty? a fire and brimstone sermon. Huh? Was his brow sweaty? Like he was in it? Uh, that was a little bit of sweat, B. That was a little bit of sweat. I ain't even gonna lie to you. That was a little bit of sweat. What? That nigga went in, 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 all the way in. I'm going in. I'm going in. And I'm gonna go hard. He went all the way in. I didn't know he was capable of this. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, B. The bar was low. <laughs> we just warned him, you know, not to say anything crazy. Yeah. Not to get stuck on some hard to pronounce word. <laughs> right. And there's a reason for that. Uh, he, did, he has, and he was a classic stutterer, and he's had a problem with that and overcoming that. So I think that a lot of the time we lose sight of that. That he's special. For those that knew about it. Yeah, he was. He overcame that. What? So sometimes when he speaks, 
uh, he's dealing with that. It's actually well known. And uh, those that don't know much about him won't know a lot about it. But in fact, whenever he does make speaking, not his content, but when he makes speaking errors, not his content, it's because of that. So we're going to have, have to remember that he's 77 years old. So he's worked through that a lot to get to where he is. So we're going to have our first special needs president and followed up first, by a Negro, first, a Negro girl. First, first. You saying first, B? First special needs president and a Negro girl. B, you girl. see this every day. You're talking about first. And a Negro girl. Dude, you see Trump every day and you talking about the first special Not needs? special needs. Trump isn't special what, needs. What is he then? What is he, B? A uh, clown. By the way, this entire... The entire time this is going on, this fool is tweeting all caps, everything. <laughs> He's a clown. He's just a clown. All <laughs> caps, everything. All of it because they, they're spitting truth. They're saying all the speakers talking about how the economy was set up to, you know, continue. It was the largest growth, eight-year growth. was the largest growth in American history. Basically, you know, all we had to do was just get on and keep it going. Right. They talked about, you know, health care for most Americans. And, you know, that was something that was hard that they got it done, you know truth and stuff how we were you know respected by our allies eh, you know how truth. we that's, that's you know, not truth sure it's not that's not truth. how you know we took a strong stance against putin and etc cetera, etc cetera. you know real walkie-talkie not the point so back to what i'm saying so by the way there was also a, a young boy i think his name is Braden, who spoke on behalf of joe biden who also uh has the stuttering problem at a very exacerbated rate and that was really one of the high points of it you know i don't know i know b you don't have any young kids at home anymore but when you did i'm sure if they had public speaking events you kind of eh, i don't i don't know if it's gonna go eh. you kind of tense up a little bit because you don't know how the kids are going to act with us with you know social speaking right. in front of people uh young mr Braden was speaking to millions of people and yeah you do know he's a stutterer um Ooh. but he got through he got through it I would have been laughing, sadly. Not as bad as uh, Ron Harper, B. Remember Ron Harper of the Chicago Bulls and LA Clippers Ron. fan? That fool's eyes would roll all the way back. It was like, wow. <laughs> Don't ask him any more questions. Kenyon Martin was like that. He gets on the court and plays ball, nothing. As soon as he stops moving, that little shit. It was a click. That click, yeah. See, Harper didn't have a click. Harper had a full out eye, <laughs> eyes rolling the back of the head. Temporal lobe epilepsy. It happened so much. I was like, why didn't they keep asking him questions? <laughs> Can he submit written responses? Good job, Harper. Let him just walk by. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. Both teams played hard. Um, anyway, so that was a high, that was a highlight, uh, Braden. But back to back to Joe's speech. It was the best speech he's ever given in 40 years, 30 plus years. It's one of the best acceptance speeches this side of President Obama in the last, I don't know, 30 years. Sometimes, B, we try to find the moment and it escapes us. And sometimes, B, the moment finds us. Uncle Joe is not who I wanted as a candidate. But Uncle Joe is what we have to get rid of the current occupant. And that's something that must happen, in my opinion. And for our listeners out there, um, there's going to be voter suppression. A lot of voter suppression. Unprecedented voter suppression. We haven't even talked about the mail. So for people who are worried about being able to vote, uh, the Democrats have this number. 
uh, that they would like you to call a uh, text vote to the number uh, to formulate a plan for how you and your family will vote. If you text the words vote, I think it's 30330, uh, that someone will contact you to help you create a plan specific to where you live and specific to what the challenges that are anticipated to help you figure out how you're going to vote. Now, obviously, it's a democratic number, and obviously they would like you to vote for them. But either way, whoever you vote for, that's a lie. You shouldn't vote for Trump. Whoever you vote for and whatever you think you're voting for, you're going to need a plan if you live somewhere like Bionis does in a battleground state. They're going to not want you to vote when they look at you. That's what this is. Ask uh, Stacey Abrams why she's not governor of Georgia. This will be voting suppression unlike any, unlike any we've seen in the modern, in modern history. Um, Trump is saying that voting by mail uh, is bad, even though there is no difference between absentee voting and voting by mail, which Trump has done both, and Trump has requested a vote by mail for Florida, he and Melania. Uh, we talked about last week how voting by mail, he believes, is not okay unless you live in a state run by a Republican governor. Uh, the House has come back into a special session to try to fund the United States Post Office, uh, which is saying they need more money to try to be able to get the mail out for the votes on time. And uh, <clears throat> Donald Trump has already said he's going to veto this bill. If it makes it through the Senate, he's going to veto it. He doesn't want any more money going to the United States Postal Service to help them with mail-in votes. Donald Trump has said if he loses, it's because the voting is rigged. There's no way for him to lose unless the election, election is rigged. Prove it. That's where we are, B. Yeah. I know you don't really care for, for Joe. I know. No, you don't. I know you don't care about it. But I do know that you fought to have a democracy, I do know in these many, many weeks, these months, you've seen things in this country you thought you probably would never see. You've seen things in this country that you saw in other countries that you were probably deployed to fight against. So I'm going to leave it like this. <clears throat> Marianne Trump Barry, Donald Trump's sister who was serving as a federal judge uh, until uh, she was looked at and it became clear that she perhaps was receiving money from a place she shouldn't tied to her brother. And she did what she can do when a judge is under investigation, which is step down. That essentially ends the investigation of a judge. And so that's what she did. Um, she was recently caught making uh, candid remarks about her brother um, in a conversation recorded by her niece, Mary Trump, who's written the book. Marianne Trump, Trump's sister, says, quote, he has no principles. None. None. And his base, I mean my God. If you are a religious person, you want to help people not do this. His goddamn tweet and lying. Oh my God. 
I'm talking too freely, but you know, the change of stories, the lack of prep, uh, preparation, the lying, holy shit. That's Trump's sister. About Trump. Trump's sister, who was a federal judge, until she had to step down because of financial dealings with her brother that would have caused problems for her brother. This is who's in the White House. He still hasn't raised bounties with Vladimir Putin. He's admitted this has not come up in any of the conversations. In the last six to seven conversations, never came up. We have to protect our democracy. We have to vote. Can't sit this one out. Um, John Lewis fought, bled, was beaten, shed tears for our right to vote. Uh, we're in the anniversary of women's suffrage. When women were provided the right to vote after not being allowed to vote for quite some time. They had to fight for it. So, if you need to vote. You need to vote. I prefer you vote for not Trump, but either way, your voice needs to be heard. Uh, we're dealing with the president who's not going to leave willingly, even if the election uh, doesn't go the way he wants. And that's a, that's a story, B, I forgot to say. Uh, First Lady Michelle and others we're saying you have to, and Kamala, you have to have a voting plan. You have to prepare to deal with the suppression. Suppression is coming. Trump has told us. The postmaster general has removed sorting machines and said to Congress, he ain't putting them back. He won't make any more changes, but he ain't putting those back. Vote like your life depends on it. I hope that you do. Got anything on that, B? Nope. I'm riding with you, man. It's tough, though. November 3rd is coming. Yeah. You need to register if you have not registered already. If you're planning on voting by mail, you need to obtain your ballot if you haven't gotten it already. Once you do get your ballot, you need to send it in early, not late, not day of. If you decide to go vote day of, be prepared to wait a long time. The Republican Party has said for years they can only win if, not, if everyone doesn't vote. Mitch McConnell said this. If we all vote, then one party doesn't win. That should tell you all you need to know about which side may, may be more to the word of the people and which side probably not. Neither side is perfect. But do you want four more years like this? You want four more years like the last... Eight or nine months, 170,000 people dead. Donald Trump said, oh, well, obviously, Michelle Obama's speech was, was, was pre-recorded because she said 150,000 were dead. And, you know, there are 170,000 dead now. It is what it is. We're getting there. We'll see what happens. Hope you vote. B, I hope you vote. I hope everyone out there vote. Help your voice is heard no matter what. Hope you don't let anyone stop you from having your voice heard. We'll see what happens. For me, I'm looking for Trump to be escorted out by people with guns. Either way, whatever happens, wherever it happens, be black on both sides. Where nothing is black and white.